0: All right, uh, welcome back. This is still the midday conversation with myself, Vusi Mopa, and uh, as I said, uh, as you heard, uh, with my co-host, Yesabelo Makubo, uh, holding it down um, until our last uh, interview. We're gonna have a last segment of the show, as promised before the break. We are now joined by uh, someone very important, I should say, um, uh, Ashwell Janaka. Uh, is joining us on the line. Ashwell is a Deputy Director General. Those that prefer abbreviations will call him a DDG uh, at Statistics South Africa. He's responsible for statistical operations and provincial coordination. And just a bit about Ashwell Ashwell has a master's degree in urban and regional sciences from the The University of Stellenbosch or Stellenbosch University, and currently he is responsible for statistical operations and provincial coordination at Stats SA. This involves the coordination of all statistical operations in Stats SA, and his career at Stats SA, wait for this, spans over 24 years. Makubo, we are talking to someone very experienced today. Uh, Ashwell, good afternoon, and welcome to the midday conversation.
1: Good afternoon, Lucy, and good afternoon to your listeners.
0: Thank you so much. i so glad to be with you. How are things going at Stats A? I realize you guys were quite busy this week. Uh, inflation numbers are up, and uh, everyone is helping the country from the production that you've given us.
1: Yeah, no, we're very busy. Yeah, uh, you must remember we put out 205 reports on average a year. Yo. So almost every day there's a report coming out in Stats.
0: And is everyone aware of that? Uh, is, is the public aware that if they can visit your website every day, there is somehow a report or two that they can download and use? Or does it depend on what report you look out for, I mean, depending on the use?
1: Well, we, we've got a dissemination and a communications department that looks at making sure that people are aware of it. But every day we go out, we speak to premiers, we release our census data, and also other people are releasing statistics data uh, for all aspects of life. I think what's important for the listeners is that it doesn't matter what you do. You should always ask what statistics is available on this area.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you're a researcher, uh, definitely there's something you, you can... Uh, Search online or maybe visit the um, StatsSA website and you certainly uh, guarantee that you're going to get your statistics. And you do this timely. But before we, we, we get into the details of uh, a conversation with you, because we want to just to get uh, to know say a little bit more. Uh, before we do so, we, we just want to give a bit of uh, context around the conversation. Makubu, how about you uh, just give us a sense of why we are here and why we're having this conversation. There's a bit of feedback that we got there. Sabelo was trying to give the context. Sorry about that, um, well But uh, what he was doing as they tried to sort out his mic is that, uh, as you may know, that South Africa is now Africa's sixth largest uh, country by population. This uh, is a rise of population size from what we had as uh, 51.7 million people in census 2011 to 62 million people in census 2022. And this puts an additional strain uh, not only on states SA but also on government and the country in general. So, what does this suggest? This suggests that among other things, the government needs to consider or reconsider and expedite how it provides public services. So understanding the functions of Stats A in collecting, analyzing, and as well publishing data in time is critical for the country's policymaking and planning efforts. So that's why we thought we should call in uh, someone from Stats A uh, to join us and have this conversation around the work they do and how important uh, it is to us, uh, as uh, you hear there from Ashwell, that every day there's a Stats that is coming out. Uh, there, are uh, you still with us? I hope you can still hear me clearly on your side. Yes, thank you. I can hear you clearly. Uh, maybe to start off, uh, what's the primary role of StatsSA for someone that may not be aware, uh, maybe not really understanding what uh, your role as StatsSA it's all about? Just maybe paint it to us clearly what your role is uh, as a Statistics South Africa.
1: Okay, so the role of Stats is govern by the Statistics Act. All right. Act 6 of
0: 1999.
1: Mm. And what that act says is that we will collect, process, and disseminate all official and other statistics in South Africa. We also coordinate the production of official and other statistics. So you've got other people that produce statistics. We also look at those to see if it satisfies the quality criteria, and then we analyze that and we give it a quality stamp. So the General will then uh, give the quality stamp on all the statistics that produced in South Africa.
0: Mm. So we, we're going go, uh, to go to, to talk about the quality control and, and everything else. So this, this act that you're referring to, it has been, um uh, with us is it a post democratic dispensation act or is it something that has been there for um at least even in the previous uh, g- uh, government we
1: it was promulgated in 1999 all right we are currently reviewing and we will pass a new amendment a new amendment has already been passed and we are in the process now of implementing the new amendment of the statistics act
0: Oh, I see. All right. Now that that makes sense, uh, I wanted to check if uh, we're still uh, uh, sticking to what we uh, were given by the then administration there. Uh, and what sectors does Stata say focus on when you collect and analyze your data? I understand you publish daily, but what sectors broadly that you focus on?
1: Okay, there's primarily three sectors. Okay, so the one is the economy. So we collect all economic statistics that's used in the country. Then it's society, so social statistics, and then the environment. So we look at environmental accounts uh, Mm. to ensure that we satisfy our national and international obligations. And to collect economic statistics, we look at something that we call the business Mm. register. The business register we get from CIPREN, and we use that to collect economic statistics from businesses. Mm. We've got something called the dwelling frame, and that's a frame of all the households in South Africa. Mm. And we use that to collect social statistics of everyone that's living in South Africa.
0: Hmm. It it doesn't sound that you have a competitor competitor in in the work that you do, do you? Um, Do do you have any other... Uh, do you know of any other statistics agencies that are doing the work that you do? Maybe selling their data. Um, I know you're giving out; for, you give it out for free.
1: So, not in South Africa, we don't have competitors in South Africa. What we do have is, we have got people that use our data, yeah. and the seven eight or sell it to to companies or municipalities. And it's very important to let the listeners know that they could get this data directly from. That is for
0: free. Hmm. Hmm. So, so that what what that does then as um, well is is we we trust you, right? What that says is that we um, relying on you. So whatever you f- feeding us, we must consume it. And you know, during policy making in government institutions and private sector and analysis, um, reliable and, and timely statistics are critical, right? How how does or st- how do you statistics a ensure that statistics are one accurate and two timely for use?
1: Okay, so at Status a we apply what's called international standards and methodology. So we are part of a statistical community right throughout the world, and we regularly get together to this. To, to analyze and look at the standards and the methods we've got in place. We review where necessary,
0: mm. uh,
1: and then we change these methods and standards as time changes. But you must also remember that statistics is, is, an, is an industry, or it's a science that's as old as the Bible itself.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so, so people were counting right from the time that Jesus was born. So counting and the collection of statistics is a is an industry that's a well established statistic industry with standards and methods that's
2: in place. Mm. Hmm. Ashwa Sabelo here. Uh, you speak of the statistics being um, you know as old as the bible you know which which tells us the criticality of uh, having accurate and timely stats. I just want to know I mean it it's it's always good to have, you know, enhancements and improvements in, you know, perhaps your data collection and so forth. So what has Stats SA done um, to kind of implement some improvements in, you know, between the two censuses that were done uh, between 2011 and 2022?
1: Okay. So in the Democratic democratic South Africa, we've done four censuses to date, 1996, 2001, 2011 and 2022. Now, in 1996, we used paper to yeah. collect information. So in 2022, we use digital devices, so each enumerator. So let me just explain an enumerator. Mm. So what we do to collect a census, you go to, I talked about the dwelling frame. So you divide the dwelling frame in the country up into about hundreds to 200 dwellings. And then you appoint the person, the person we call an enumerator, for each and every of those enumerator areas in the country. Mm. And this we did digitally this time. So you've got a digital frame of the country with each of the dwellings with a point on them. And this frame helps us to collect data. But this time around, we also digitally collect it in the form of what we call which is computer-assisted personal interviewing. So for each and every one of our enumerators that we appointed, we gave them something like a tablet or an iPad, Mm. and they went around and collected data. But because we realized it's a bit difficult to count people in South Africa, we gave them the option Mm. to also phone. So we said for those people who might not be comfortable with having people in their dwelling, we can phone them. So we call that CACI. Mm. Computer, the telephone interview but furthermore we also had an option where you could co- count yourself on the web and we call that Towing, computer assisted web interview so this time around we have three methods of interviewing yourself to hopefully count as many people as we can in the country
0: does this suggest that uh, you've laid out people, or you no longer use the same amount of people than you previously had. I remember some time uh, when we were still in university, during the census time, uh, you would see people happy and, uh, you know, they'll get employment and jobs, which even though are temporary, but it provided some sort of relief to see people going and working. Now with this technology, whilst it's good, don't you think um, it's sort of, you know, <laughs> letting off people from their employment opportunities?
1: So, so this time around, we employed just over 100,000 people. So, yeah. it. Sure. Although it was temporary, I mean, if you do a census well, you do it within a month. This time we had to um, extend it so some people got work for up to three to four months. Uh, But it brought temporary relief in the sense that more than 100,000 people got employment at the time of the census. Maybe in 10 years' time, it might be less because you always want to introduce better methods to count people. Um, But this time around, it created quite significant jobs for people in South Africa.
2: Yeah, and I think having that number of people Um, collecting statistics for you can can be quite challenging in terms of the administration of it. Um, I just want to understand what sort of standards you know having considered with the hundred thousand people that you employed over a period of three months and you know um, the technology that was introduced uh, going door-to-door with iPads and other different collection methods. What uh, standards can uh, stats s e tell us about uh having this data validated and um uh, w- what sort of standards have you followed
1: okay so once you've collected you you do what's called a post enumeration survey yeah so with the post enumeration survey you go to one percent of all the the dwellings you've counted previously in the city and mm. For each and every one of these dwellings, you then ask them. So just to remember, the post-enumeration survey is done by an independent team. Both that's but an independent team. The first is the census team, then the post-enumeration survey team. So they go to 1% of all the dwellings in the country. They then ask the people, were you counted in the census? And Mm. they make sure that we know exactly how many people we've counted and how many people we've missed. This time around, we've missed 35% of the people in the country. So yeah. after we found it, we've made sure that we've adjusted for each and every place in the country to make sure that we know exactly that there's 62 million people in the country overall.
0: Hold on, Ashwell. Um, just a step back, you, you missed 35%. Is, is that the, the number of people that are not in the 60 million that you reported or are you later on considered them?
1: No. So, so, we, so we've missed 35%, but we've adjusted the number to make sure that we've uh, uh, accounted for those that we've missed it. So the final number that we've released is adjusted to take into account everyone that's in the country on the night of the 2nd of February.
0: Mm. And that, I mean, it speaks to the challenges that you guys experience uh, when you do such a huge task. Uh, it's, it's quite a large undertaking, one should emphasize. What what could lead to such challenges as well? And what are some of the challenges that you um, have experienced when you collect data?
1: Yeah. So, you must now remember, when you recruit 100,000 people, mm. you find that sometimes in transit. You can't get the kind of people that will work for whatever we pay. Also in bishops Mm. in Cape Town. In fact, in most of the affluent areas, you struggle to recruit the kind of people that you need to count. So what you then have to do is you will have to recruit from uh, Alexandra, and then uh, those people need to go to, to Sampton. And then you've got a problem where the people that's counting in your area doesn't necessarily live in the area, so they don't look like the people in the area. They don't speak necessarily the same language. That's, a difficulty that's the difficulty that we encounter. But also, you find that people in South Africa are scared of crime. Mm. So they don't necessarily want to open their doors to the people that comes and counting. There's also a high level of apathy. I mean, people don't trust government.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, when you looked at the, at our elections and how many people came to vote at the time, that same level of equity pulled over into other government projects like the census. Now, the question is, how do we ensure that we still count people? I mean, you need to do much better publicity. I mean, we need to spend more money on publicity than we do. But what you need to tell people is that the census is a very hmm. important exercise. I mean, the census is not about you and me. A census is about our children, because a census is how many schools would we need now, and how many schools would we need in the future. But the census is also about our parents, because very soon they might need hospitals. Hmm. And the census will tell you that this area doesn't have enough hospitals um, or doesn't have enough material grounds for people when they need to get married. So, so census is, is very important. It's very critical that we get it to people, irrespective of how they feel about government. They must make sure, if they're worried about crime, they must make sure that they count themselves. But if you are concerned about unemployment, if you're concerned about your children's education, you must take part in the census. And as we go on to our other projects or other censuses, we need to make sure that this message gets out before the time and that this message gets carried by multiple people. In the Western Cape, for example, we found that as soon as the premier started speaking to the people, many more people phoned us to say they wanted to get counted. So sometimes wow. people don't necessarily want to listen. That's to the But sometimes they want to listen to the pastor. Sometimes they want to listen to the principal. And sometimes they listen to the premier. So next time around, we must make sure we see that we get all these people involved, so that they could carry the message of how important the census is.
2: Wow. Speaking to us, of course, is Mr. Ashwell Jenica from Statistics South Africa. He is the Deputy Director General of Statistical Operations and Provincial Coordination. Don't touch that down. We'll take a short break and continue our conversation with Mr. Ashwell Jenica.
3: Follow Ubuntu Radio on Twitter at Ubuntu Ubuntu
2: Radio ZA.
3: Wouldn't you like to explore a country where two worlds intersect? Where first world infrastructure meets an emerging market? where diversity is celebrated through its people and its sectors. Where one of the most powerful economies in Africa embraces new opportunities. Where science and technology enjoy rapid advancement. A land where innovation creates a dynamic environment for growth. The world's leader in mining and minerals, with nearly 90% of all the platinum metals on Earth, and around 41% of all the world's gold. Home to 11 Nobel Peace Prize winners. And with the most UNESCO World Heritage sites in Africa, it is one of only two countries in the world to have hosted three different World Cups, where a market of almost 60 million people provide you with the perfect springboard to access a continent of 1.3 billion people. It's where the impossible is made possible. Welcome to South Africa, a land of endless possibilities. A truly inspiring country. Welcome to the future. Invest in South Africa. Powered by Brand South Africa. Hi, this is Lira, and you're listening to
0: Ubuntu Radio. Welcome back to the midday conversation. We are still with myself Vusi Upa, and uh, Sabelo Makubo. Uh, right. We are, are in conversation with uh, um Ashwal Jeneke who's joining us from uh, the Statistics South Africa, uh, the only uh, statistical agency in the country if someone yeah. tells you otherwise. Yeah, uh, don't don't listen to them. Uh, we are talking here um broadly about the what they do. Uh, we are talking about the uh, you know, we touched a bit on census and some of the challenges that they faced during their operations. And uh, Mr. Ashwell is a Deputy Director General of Statistical Operations and Provincial Coordination. Uh, the, Mr. Jenica, thank you so much for staying with us.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sabelo
0: Good. And, and before the break, you alluded to a fact of some of the challenges that you face when you collect data, uh, one of which is criminality. Um, you know, we, we had cases uh, around being reported during uh, things like census or when you collect stats with some people posing as field workers um, uh, for data collection. H- how could an unsuspecting resident identify and report such perpetrators in the future data collection projects? Yes, so when an
1: uh, enumerator arrives at your house or at your dwelling, you don't immediately need to let it. Be. You could say to him, "Give me your name, and give me your ID, and then you could go to our website and you could verify on our field worker verification system that this is well an enumerator from Census eight.
0: Hmm. In
1: the future, what we will do is we will provide a QR code on the on the badge of the enumerator. You could then scan that with your phone." And then you would see the details and you could see the face of the enumerator and you could verify that the person that's standing in front of you is the one you see on the website or Mm. the one you see on your phone.
2: Wow, that's interesting. I think that takes out definitely the element of of criminality and people not feeling safe in their homes, you know. Um, So I just want to find out what, what have you found the public's general response to be um, in relation to the stats that you have done i mean now you've moved on to technology you've probably you know invested a little bit more in terms of marketing and just making sure that people know that there's a census coming up but what have you seen as 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 the public's reaction towards the stats the stats uh, that was done in, in in 2011 and now in 2022 let me just first say this is, is the public wants access to the data. The data is
1: freely available. Yeah. They can get it on our website. And there's also a software. It's called Supercross. This software we also give for free. And people then get all the data with this software. and They could use that to do their own calculations. They can then find out how many people are staying in the municipality, what their ages, is, what their race what's their qualifications, all those sorts of variables you can then look at with the data. Mm. The, 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 the reception was very good from people that's informed about the data because the people that's informed mm. trust our data and they know that we've used the best methodology and standards to compile and to adjust the data. Mm. There's been some disbelief because there is some people who weren't counted. Of course, 35% were not counted. So when people were not counted, they say, well, you can't trust this data. So it's very important that we explain to people how the post-enumeration survey works and to explain to people that in statistics, even if you weren't counted, we have adjusted accordingly. And so you are, in effect, taken into account in the data. And as soon as people know this, there's very good take-up, and in general, there's very good use of the data in amongst academia, amongst the private sector, and amongst other sectors of the population of South Africa.
0: Mm. You you said you publish data every day and uh, this week we have inflation numbers. Everyone is pretty much excited uh, with the reduced inflation rate. Um, What other projects are you currently working on uh, that uh, could be of uh, public interest? Yes, so
1: we've just finished what's called an income and expenditure survey. It came out of the field in November. Now, the income and expenditure survey is a very important survey. Mm. That one stays in the, in the field a whole year, but it gives us the poverty number that tells us how many people are poor. So later this year, we'll be releasing the income and expenditure survey, which will give you a good sense of whether we've made sense in poverty in the country. The other survey that's in the field right at the moment is called the quarterly labor force survey. Every quarter we go out and we count how many people are employed and unemployed. So, so we're asking people to please open their doors to the enumerators of the quarterly labor force survey. Then we've also got what's called the general household survey. That one we release annually. Mm-hmm. And so the workers are also in the field counting for the general house we've also got a survey that they call the GPS which is the governance public safety and justice survey. yeah it replaces the old victims of crime survey so that gives us a sense of how are we doing in the country uh, relative to crime how safe are people feeling and that we then compare to what the police says around crime. So police with their crime statistics and then in such a we will get a sense from people as to how are we doing around crime. How safe are people feeling within their communities. So those are the the four surveys that we have in the field and the IES is the one we've just completed in November.
0: Ashwal Janeka, the Deputy Director General of Statistical Operations and Provincial Coordination from Statistics South Africa. Ashwal, we thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all those wisdom, information, and uh, um, anything that I think the listeners can find useful. Uh, But before we let you go, um, for someone that is, as you may know, that now students are queuing in universities trying to get space and, um, you know, (laughs) trying to find the course to do, for someone that wants to be like uh, aswell uh, someone that wants to be one day in the statistics department, what uh, would you say to them? Uh, maybe any advice courses that you think they should consider?
1: So I mean we've got uh, geographers, we've got people in the marketing and communications field, we've got uh, economists. Mm. So, so myself studied mathematics and statistics but sure. many other fields of study is important to people. And we're asking people to go and study. I mean, what our QLFS is showing is when you have a degree, then your chances... So if you're a graduate in South Africa, your chances of getting a job is 1 out of 10. It's only 10% of people that's unemployed if they are graduates. Mm-hmm. So we're people to go and study. It doesn't matter what you study. Just go and study. And I mean, there's many opportunities being offered at Stats of A for interns every year. So by the time you finish, you will see what's on the website and see what opportunities is available. But the big thing is, I mean, the big problem in South Africa is that after matric, people don't go into some form of education or training. There's 3.2 million people that falls into a category called meat, which is not in education, not employment, and not in trade. And that's what we should get rid of in South Africa. So the message from me is go and study anything or any sort of training is better than than staying at home.
0: There you have it, South Africa. Go and study everything and anything. Uh, and if you are looking for opportunities or statistics in StatsSA, you can uh, visit their worldwide web. Uh, that is uh, www.statssa.gov.za. That is uh, statssa.gov.za. You'd be able to get to see all those opportunities that uh, Ashwell has uh, shared with us. Ashwell, once again, we can't thank you enough for the opportunity to have you and speak to you today. Thank you That's so much.
1: Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks to the listeners. Thanks. Thanks, Ashwell. Thanks as well. We'll talk to you soon and have yourself a good day. Bye. Bye. That was uh Ashwell. Uh uh Jenica, as you hear, what do you make of that conversation let us know hashtag them in the in conversation or if you don't want to use the hashtag you can uh, just go uh, on their website that's a.gov.za and see what you can use there they do publish information daily and they do have some interesting information and opportunities for you uh, if you want to be part of that team uh, be so kind and uh, visit their website we will go and uh